What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Faith and Motivation Podcast. Here on this podcast, we look to inspire people in motivation, finance, fitness, and overall happiness. And roll the intro. The difference between me and you is I worked on myself and I exercised the discipline to be where I am. You did not. It is nothing else other than that. I chose to be better. When you're in a bad place and you want to beat yourself up, it's going to take a lot of work. You can't just sit on your ass and think everything's going to get better. It doesn't do anything. You have to get out. You have to work for it. You have to actually improve yourself. If you're wanting to be, like you said, a millionaire, you had to discipline yourself. You had to go put yourself a plan together. You had to go through the motions of that plan, taking those stepping stones that you need. If you've reached the point where you think you deserve a better life, now is the time to change for the better. And we're back. I am one of your hosts, Darian Hawkins. You can find me at the Hawk 40 on all social medias, um, preferably Instagram. And I will pass it over to my hooded go co-host. Hey, what is up, guys? Uh, you can find me over on uh, Facebook Gaming and Twitch, which is a uh, Reaper Kill Street. And if you want to really, uh, really get involved and talk to me, uh, Facebook Gaming is definitely the way to go. But you also can reach me out on Twitter, which will be at 000horn65. And I will pass it over to our last co-host. Hey, fellas. Uh, this is Seth. Uh, I guess I guess I got Instagram. Seth DeBrulette, all lowercase, no spaces. Okay, and then our podcast socials, you can find that at Faith is Motivation on everything, um, except for Instagram, where we're Faith is Motivation POD. We are on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube. We have a really good YouTube channel. We've been putting up videos like crazy. Um, you know, really good content on there if you want to go check it out. And then what else do we have? We have a Facebook page. We're on Apple Podcast, um, Samsung Podcast, Amazon Podcast. We're on everything. Faith is motivation on everything except for Instagram, which is faith is motivation. POV. Um, oh, yes. We're also on Rumble, right? So we started a Rumble um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, all of our all of the videos that's on YouTube or most of the videos that's on YouTube is also on Rumble. So if you prefer Rumble to YouTube, you have that. We are currently working on a studio right now so we'll have a studio here in the next couple of months where we'll actually be sitting with each other it won't be the virtual thing we'll all be sitting with each other and we'll um deliver the shows that way and then i feel like i'm missing something am i missing something serious oh yeah well that's that's next i feel like there was something else in the, in the announcement i don't think so mm, nah, i can't think of anything either all right well whatever if I forget it, um, oh, we'll make a post about it. Okay, so um, today we are starting a new series. So our last series was key points to be successful. And then this series is going to be explaining how to create happiness and steps you need to take to create happiness. So today we're going to explain to you generally what creates happiness, right? How do, how do you do it? Um, how it's done? And then we're going to go in the next episodes, we're going to break down steps, right? So we believe that happiness lies in growth. And then the key point, the key areas you should grow in 
is your financial life, your physical life, and then your social life. And then we're going to break these down and give you tips on how to manage your financial life, your physical life, and your social life um, to the best of our ability. So you can continue growing in these areas. Um, so Seth, do you want to go a little bit, a little bit more in detail about how growth creates happiness and how to create that? Yeah. So, so typically people have this false view or what I would call a false view of happiness. And they think that, you know, they can sit there and it'll just come to them. You can't, that's not how it works. You got to work for it. It's something you do have to work for. You can't just expect it to, to be there. Right. It's so, so if you're, if you're sitting there and you're growing and you're improving, you're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna be happy at least to some extent. I, I know that it's, it has made me better and it's made me, made me more happy. It's given me a better mental state. And if you're growing financially and you're growing physically and you're going, growing in your social circle, all that's going to do is make you better. But if you're sitting here and you're just hanging out, hanging out of the house, you're not going anywhere. You're, you're not going to the gym. You're not at least trying to make more money. You know, you're going to just stay stagnant or comfortable and that can only keep you like content or something content, I guess, for, for so long. And then you're going to just kind of stagnate. But if you're always improving and moving up in all these areas, you're, it's going to get better and you're going to be more happy as a whole. And so I, I guess a way that I can give an example would be the gym for me. Like I've lost, I've lost a lot of weight, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gaining muscle and you know, it's, it's given me more confidence, made me happier. I've been working on this podcast, obviously. And I, I see that as, as a whole thing of growth because, you know, we're trying to give back and everything. And I feel like that's, that's really good for me. And then, uh, financially, you know, I'm working on real estate and I'm saving for investment properties. And I just, you know, it, it makes me hopeful, even though I haven't made it there yet. I know that I'm growing. Therefore, it's, it's helping me in every way. I'm helping myself and I'm making myself happy. It's not everything else making you happy. It's not just having money that makes you happy. It's the actual growth. Yeah, uh, I just want to point out one thing, Seth, it's, I've noticed your growth from coming from the gym. Like I know we, uh, and I haven't, you know, been with seeing you for like a long time, like Darian has, but like, it, it's very noticeable that seeing you go through the, uh, been at the gym and stuff compared to someone like me, who's <laughs> not going, not going to the gym at this moment, but next, next month, uh, I, Hey, next month, next month, it's in my budget for next month. Next month gym. is not the answer. It's now. Yes. Yeah. Do you do 500 pushups? I I mean I could do it right now. Knock it right here, right here, right now. Listen, I'm at 225 right now. Listen, listen. 225 what? Push-ups. Push-ups. 500 push-ups in 24 hours. Okay. Um, uh, uh, drawing back to topic, uh, when Seth talks about you need to make yourself happy, um, if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see us kind of explaining this with our street interviews when we're talking about, you know, you don't just deserve to be happy simply for existing. 
I think that's a social construct that was kind of put in place and that we're told is you deserve to be happy because you're alive and you're a human, but that's just simply not true. Because if you think you deserve something simply for existing, you're going to be less willing to work for it. And if you think you deserve to be happy and you're sitting around not doing anything to work on your happiness, then you're not going to be happy, right? Every single morning when you wake up and your feet touch the floor, you should be doing something to improve yourself your, and your family, yourself or your family. Every single morning when you wake up, you should be doing something to improve yourself or your family. You don't want to just go through life not working on your happiness, doing the same thing every single day. If you're not working on it, you're not going to have it, right? Imagine trying to build a house. You're trying to build a house. You're trying to build a castle. But every single day, instead of actually building it, you're just sitting there watching it like, well, maybe one day it'll build itself. I hope I get this castle one day. Maybe maybe those those that that pile of wood will just start putting itself together like no every day you're going to wake up you're going to have to build that castle and it's going to be hard and it's going to be rough and it's going to be treacherous and 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 overwhelming but once i got this and then there will be some people who will build it halfway or three quarters of the way and then they'll stop right so you can't just start growing and then stop and expect it to to continue to get better and make you happy. That's not how, that's not how these things work, but continue to, I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that, that is the, that's not, that's another good point is a lot of people they'll start and then they'll stop and they're like, okay, well this castle, I mean, it's close to done. And then they get in and they try to live in the castle and they try to exist in the castle. And then they realize the castle has a lot of flaws because they didn't put a fucking roof on it, roof on it. So when it rains, everything gets wet, <laughs> right? So you build your castle, you constantly build your castle. You constantly work, you constantly work towards that. So, um, that's just the point that I wanted to kind of hammer home. Um, Chris, do you want to go into uh, how growth has made you happy and your improvements? Yeah. So for me, I want to be more into the finance part of this because I have rebuilt many times before. And finance is the one thing that is always I've always had to get back on re, uh, rebuilt. And for me, right now, where I'm still in the beginning stages, but I'm none none of my bills in the red you know i'm actually able to buy stuff for once i'm actually upgrading my clothing wardrobe it but it's that happiness of i'm actually able to buy stuff instead of always constantly paycheck to paycheck of struggling to uh, struggling to pay bills having to call delay them being able to sit here and say i've got a setup that i'm happy with which has grown into a passion of mine. So for, for me, fi- uh, financially being stable and financially being getting ahead is definitely, is definitely starting to open doors for me. And I'm, you know, that is this, that I just stuttered heavily there, but it's definitely made me happy, you know, being able to save, be able to plan for the future. And I know I got a couple trips. I'm going to be going on with these guys here because you know, money. To be able to sit here. To be able to Hey, that's the one thing I will say. I'm happy to be able to financially budget 
the gym finds you to budget trips into doing stuff. Before, I could never say that. And you can ask uh, Darian of how many times I had said no because I had no money of going out and doing, uh, you know, friend get-togethers and stuff. And now I can most, I mostly say, I mostly can say yes now if I have the time. I'm mostly working now. You can ask these guys, they're, they're, they're complaining about me working more. But um, I will pass. I'm about you working more. Y- y- like mm-hmm. you working more. We like you working more. We just complain that we don't get to see you. We don't yeah. complain about you. Yeah, well, like, I, and honestly, and honestly, I'd rather you work um, than see me, right? If you're if you're if you're chasing your bag, <laughs> if you're chasing your bag, chase your bag. Yeah, it's just now. Now I'm more complaining about the the uh, federal income tax, but that's a different story for a different time. Uh see. <laughs> What so, what may, what brings you happiness? So so before Darian goes into his example, one thing that I I did leave out that helps make me happier is my social circle that I've gained. These two guys, it's it, life's been better with these guys, and so my social circle is upgraded to to the fullest extent so far. And that that's just another thing that I can I can throw in with what I was saying earlier. Okay, so um, with me, it actually took a while for me to even realize that I needed to grow. Um, it was actually Tony Robbins that brought this to light to for me. So um, I've, I've I've shared my story multiple times in the past. Uh, so I don't want to go into it like you can hear it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on our mental health pro- uh, podcast. I talked about it on several other of our podcasts. So coming out of you know, my situation, I realized that I needed to get my shit together and I got my shit together and I realized that I was a lot happier for it. Um, but over time I started to become complacent. Uh, and then it started to feel as if I was doing the same things over and over and over. So I cured, I cured my financial difficulties, right? I didn't have any more financial difficulties. Um, but at this time, I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't really working on my social circle. I wasn't really doing anything. And I noticed I started to get complacent. And I was listening to Tony Robbins. And Tony Robbins was explaining how happiness actually worked and how the growth thing actually worked, right? Similar to getting a new job. When you start a new job, you're really excited. You love going into work. But after a while, it starts to get old and it's like, okay, I don't wanna go to work anymore. And that's kind of how my life became. So I decided to act on this advice because what do I have to lose? Either I get better and I'm still very complacent and comfortable and not as happy, or I get better and become happy. So at that point, I um, started going to the gym Um, and then what I noticed was as my body changed, I changed, I started socializing more. I started, um, I started socializing more. I started working harder. I started trying to improve myself. And what I noticed is as I'm getting better, it, that's genuinely what's making me happy. Right. So I started, I started noticing as I started to progress in my job, as I started to become a real estate agent, as I started to go to the gym and my body changed, I noticed that I was becoming happier and I was becoming better. And then through speaking to other people, this is what I noticed too. People get really, really happy. The further away from their, from their bottom they get, the happier they get. 
So I think it was really evident in that when I was going through that. And, um, you know, currently we're working on the social circle. I think that's, that's, you know, I think we're becoming closer. I think we're creating a brotherhood, a true brotherhood. Um, so that's something that, that also makes you happy because you have people that, you know, you can share your growth with, right. That you have people that can, that will be there, that will have your back. You have people that you can actually do things with and experience the world with, because it's always better to do it with people than to do it alone. So, um, that's kind of my, that's kind of my explanation on how I was able to realize growth was happiness and how it's become happiness for me. So now I'd, I'd like to say like, it goes along with the social circle, like with Darian, you know, he, he's gotten to a pretty good point, but he's not going to stop. Cause one, I'm getting on his ass until he does get back, back into it. And two, and two, if he stops, he's not going to continue to grow. He's not going to continue to be happy. And so that's one thing with your social circle as well, that if you're all growing and then one of them just stops, you all need to get on his ass. Y'all need to make him get back out and work. That's very important if you guys are going to have a true friendship. But that brings us into our into our next segment. So, like, if people stop improving because they hit their goals and all that, they're not going to continue to be happy. Because once you stop growing, you know, everything you have is going to end up falling back if you're not continuously working on it. So, Darian likes to say this a lot. Uh, I'll probably say it a little differently, but oh well. You know, if you have a billionaire, right, he's, he's done everything. He's got to that point. And he's not he's not growing anymore. He's not going to be as happy as the guy who's broke and growing every day. Now, I probably said that wrong, but I 100 percent believe in that. So, like, you can't you can't just go to the gym every day. Right. You get built, you get big and then you just quit working out. If you just quit working out, your muscles are going to deplete. Right. So, like, like everything depletes. If you're constantly working on your finances and you're, you're getting, you're getting up there, right? You say you're making 400 grand a year. If you're not working on that anymore, eventually that's going to deplete because you're just going to spend your money. And if you're working on your social circle and you're getting that to a good point, you built a brotherhood and you don't work on that anymore. You're, you're going to sit there and realize that things are becoming distant and like y'all aren't what you used to be, you know, so that's going to deplete as well. So that's just another thing we like to say is once you're growing, once you've hit growth, don't stop. That's stupid. You want to keep continuously working. You want to keep growing. And that's just, that's very important to me that I can get that point across for everyone and to us as a whole, I, I would say. So like we, we, we want everybody to grow. We want them to keep growing. That's how you create happiness. That's how you keep it. So I'll, I'll throw this to Darian. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that's a hundred percent true. I think 95% of the things you build need to be maintained. Right. So when you, 
when you build your castle, you need to make sure that everything's maintained. You need to make sure that it stays clean. You need to make sure that the structure stays intact. So um, that's kind of what Seth is getting at. And then a conversation that I would like to open is if growth creates happiness, if moving forward is ultimately what makes you happy, then adversely moving backward has to make you sad or has to make you feel bad, has to make you feel the opposite, correct? So I want everyone to kind of keep this in mind that if you move forward, move forward, move forward, move forward, and then you stop and you start moving backward. Right. Because the further forward you move, the further you can fall, the higher you get, the higher you can fall. So if you start moving backwards and you start and you start regressing, that's automatically going to get to your head and that's going to make you feel sad and that's going to make you feel some type of way. Right. It's not. It's not going to. Um, invoke. It is going to invoke a harder, is going to invoke a harder sense of sadness when you fall from the top as opposed from falling to the from the middle. So the more you work and the more you grow, the harder you must then work. Right. And then I I want to point out this as well that sometimes you can't stop regression. Sometimes you can't stop yourself from falling back. Um, I do believe in absolute accountability, but you cannot control the world. You cannot control outside forces. You cannot control other people. So if you're talking about building a relationship with people and trusting people and someone decides to commit a treacherous act, decides to betray you, decides to betray your trust, that creates an issue that may not necessarily be in your control. There may, there may have been nothing you've done, right? Because if someone betrays you, there's no way to see that coming. You've opened your, you've opened your heart. You've opened your trust to them there. You can't defend, you can't defend yourself against betrayal. And if that happens and you have a, a ruined friendship and that's out of your control, or if sickness falls upon you and you're unable to focus on your business and your business starts regressing, I want you guys to be aware that that's ultimately going to hurt you. That's ultimately going to do the opposite of create happiness. What you need to do is build so ferociously and build so much that you develop the mindset that nothing can stop you. So when you do fall back, when you do fall behind, when you do take that um, – Take that, take that loss every now and then. Instead of saying, shit, I don't know what to do. You say, okay, whatever. It's a setback. I can grow from this. Okay. I took two, I took one step, I took one step back so I could take five steps forward. Okay. I learned from that. Okay. This happened to me. Okay. That happened to me. Okay. I'm sick. Who, who gives a fuck? I'm fine. I'm sick. Whatever. I'll get over it. And once I'm over it, I'm going to build back everything I had twice as strong, right? And that's the mindset you need to have. That's the mindset you need to develop. And I know a lot of times you're told not to be cocky, not to be ignorant, not to think you're the shit. Think you're the shit. Your life won't get worse if you think you're the shit. It will not get worse if you think you're the shit, I promise. And Does anyone else have uh, want to touch yeah, that? Yeah. So, so we talk about success a lot, and this goes hand in hand with everything Darian was saying, but – but we talk about success. You know, we want we want people to succeed. We want to succeed, of course, and we want all our boys to succeed. So, the only time that you can fail is when you stop trying to succeed, right? So, as we're saying, you can't 
you can't neglect that, right? Like you can't sit there and just not let it happen or I wouldn't say not let it happen, but, but stop making it happen. So like you can't, you can't grow and then stop growing and then expect it, every, everything to still be there. Like, like he was saying with social circles, you know, you want to help all your boys grow. And when they stop growing and they're no longer doing what you're doing, you know, they, they fall off. And, and sometimes that's the hard choice you have to make is when, when they fall off and they're not growing and they're not doing anything to help you improve and they're not improving, then you have to let them go. Right. But so, cause, cause you're a compilation of the five people you hang around, which we said multiple times. So when you're growing and you're succeeding, we, you do want to give back. As we said a few times, you, you want to give back to your boys. You want to help them out. You want to make sure they're growing at the same rate you are, because if they're not, you guys aren't together. You guys aren't building that bond. And I think that, I think that we're all doing that together. Right. So we're, you know, we're all, we're all working on ourselves and that's a very good thing that holds us, holds us with each other because we're, we're doing that. We're helping each other improve. And if one of us aren't improving, we get on their ass. Like this whole podcast, we've been telling Chris to get in the fucking gym. He needs to get in the gym. Get in the gym. So, so yeah, help your boys grow, help your family grow. And when, when you're, when you succeed, I actually, I, I think that's another point with happiness, you know, like it's, I, I would say I have a moral obligation to give back to my family. Right. So even if, even if I haven't grown up like the best, right. Like I grew up. Okay. I had food on the table and I have to be thankful for that. So I think that I need to give back and that's just something I feel as if I, I need to do. I don't think that I need to, or I need to. Right. So like, I think that's good for everyone else too. You know, you can succeed and all this, but if you, if you can't help give back and have time for your family and you can't give back to them, then, you know, what, what the hell's the point, dude? Like you got, and that's the same with your friends for everything I was just saying. What, what the hell is the point in all of this? If you can't, help other people do the same thing. And that's something we're trying to do with this whole podcast. Chris, do you have anything? Um, and you know, they, uh, they definitely do talk about, uh, we talk about social circle and stuff and I'm still working on it because, you know, I, I tend to be myself. I tend to just be, I tend not to talk that's that, but that's just me. I do. When I do talk, it's, I, w- I will say it's like before, before we did this whole thing, they had a message group and I would drop one line and then he was like, oh, Chris is still alive. He's still here. Listen, and you know, Chris, that, I'm cutting you off and I'm getting on your ass. We still have that yeah. message group. That message group is still there, but you're not wanting to join it. And you know what, Chris, I was the same way. I, I Listen, I hate group messages. I used to never say nothing in that group, but now. Everybody got to start fucking getting better and, and, and holding each other accountable. So now I'm in that group like a mug. Oh, I, trust me. I know. Cause uh, what, whatever, whenever I sit here and I talk to the other people over there in the group, it's like, Hey, did you see the message? I'm like, I'm not in the group. And, but, but that, like I said, that's me. That's something I'm still working on. It's, it's something that's not going to fix itself overnight. It's, it's that stuff takes time. And also, uh, 
on, on the subject of where we, what we were just talking about, it's like, I am, you can ask Darian, I am one that I have rebuilt several, several times. I know I touched about it, I think, in the mental podcast. Don't get into that, don't get into that mindset of, you, you're like, all right, I've, I've gotten to this point, fall. Get to this point, fall. It's like, don't constantly keep doing it. Keep always propelling because you get on on that point. When I mean I fell back, I fell back to ground zero several times. Don't always fall back to ground zero. There's no reason to fall back to ground zero. Once you've built up, like they've said, once you've built up to that point, take one step back, take five steps forward. There's no reasoning to. And like I told Darren when he approached me about this, I'm, I got sick and tired of always rebuilding. I've always rebuilt my finances, rebuilding my emotional state, my physical state. I was, I'm tired and I'm done with that. There's no reasoning for me to keep doing that. You know, I've, I've got the intelligence and I have, and my mindset has now changed. Thanks to Darian to be I'm a on the starting path. Yes. You are a genius. I'll give you that much, the, but on, the starting path, yeah, all I will end with is getting to the again onto the starting path is rough, but I will say I I'm liking this path better than the rebuilding path. It's I'm much more happier and uh, and in better mental state, and I'm glad that I can be here with the homies being able to do this. So, Chris, I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit. When you always say you're in the rebuilding stage, right? Don't don't say that you're you're looking to the past and you're already better than you used to be right so don't look at it as you're rebuilding and and th this is to chris personally so anybody who's listening uh, put yourself in just the building stage the growth stage you're not in the rebuilding because you're looking to the past and your past is important you know your past builds you of course but but look at it as the building pay the, the building stage because you're going to be better than what you used to be you know, to hell with what you used to be. You're going to be better than that. Don't look at it that way. I would say everything that, everything that someone goes through is what, is what makes them, is what molds them and is what molds them into their character. I would say cool. that if it wasn't hard, it wasn't, it wouldn't be worth it. Right. So like the whole value, like for something to have value, it has to be hard. So when you think of something of like happiness, happiness is valuable. Everybody wants to be happy, but it wouldn't make sense to be happy if you did, if it wasn't hard, if you didn't have to work for it. And the, the touch Chris's points about the rebuilding, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like you, you should never like truly have to rebuild because you should move forward with knowledge. Like every single time you fall behind, you should move forward with knowledge. The problem is, Right. The problem is, and I, and, and Chris, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold you to this. And I, and, you know, this was the same with myself. The problem is there's an extreme lack of accountability, right? But you can't learn because there's an extreme lack of accountability. I swear to God, people will make all these excuses. They'll be like, Oh my God, I can't believe that I lost all my money. My job fired me and there's nothing I can do. And, and people won't be my friend and people won't talk to me. And, uh, and, and, wah, wah, wah. and they'll, and they'll do all this stupid shit. And it's like, 
have some accountability. You can't learn if it's not your fault unless you say, I did this. I allowed this to happen. I let these people do this to me. Unless you do that. You guys are making me laugh. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Let's look, look, look Darren, 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 look. Okay, I, I want you to do this for me. I want you to do this for me because I know that I know that was supposed to be kind of funny. I, w- I want you to just hit that laugh button because it was kind of just, just hit it. <laughs> dude, dude, you got to do it to yourself. All right. All right. Sometimes, oh, so, sometimes <laughs> what we think is good isn't always good. The, the, the point was good, but the sound shouldn't have been there, bro. I, listen, that's just why I was hot behind my mics. <laughs> I, I was like, I think that's the labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, did. you did. I think I was laughing at you though. Like, was it wasn't. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, back, back, back to the point. Unless you take accountability, you will never be able to say I can grow from this. Until you start saying it was my fault, it's what I did. It's it's a it's a fault of mine. I made a bad decision. I allowed this to happen and still until you start saying that you can never actually grow. And that's going to cause you to continuously rebuild because you're going to keep making the same dumbass mistakes that you was making to begin with. You're going to keep making those same mistakes until you realize what you did to make those mistakes. I hate it when people they'll live a life and then people will leave. People will walk out and it's like, Oh, well, it's nothing I'm doing. If 20 people don't want to be around you, if 20 people you grew up with and you've built bond with, walk out on you because for whatever reason if 20 people that are supposed to love you that you love that you cared about if they walk away from you it's obviously something you're doing right it's obviously something you're doing people don't just build bonds and build relationships and want to leave someone that they truly care about because they're assholes right very few people are going to do that maybe one or two but if multiple people are leaving your life if multiple people don't want to associate with you that's something you're doing and you need to self-evaluate and have some introspection and understand yourself enough to understand what the hell is going on if for some reason you're you can't hold a job if people keep firing you it's it's your fault People aren't people aren't out to get you. The world's not out to get you. You're not a victim. Stop being vic- stop being stop being in this victim mindset where nothing's your fault. It's all your fault. 90, 98% of the time it's your fault. 98% of the time it's your fault. And until you can accept that, you'll never learn from it. Hey, and so, I just wanted to go on. Yeah. Go ahead, go. Seth. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Okay, Chris. I'll, I'll go. Yeah. I'll go, Chris. Okay. Sorry. I'll play receiver for it. My paper scissors for it. I can't even see him. There we go. All right, bro. We can't right. do this. You ready? Yeah, we really can't do that. I don't know why you're <laughs> Okay. You know what? I'm just going to go because I'm awesome. Yeah, I'll go right after you. Okay. So in our circle, right, we all like to think that we're great because we're improving. You know, you got to have the mindset that you are great because you are. It's inside everyone. But we don't think that we're always right. Well, Except for maybe Darian. Darian thinks he's always right. But I've never been. I'll tell you the sky's red. Shut up, Darian. What I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is you're not going to always be right. And you have to learn from your friend group that you can take criticism and you can make it better. Even if it's bad criticism. You can take that, get the point that they're trying to get across, understand it in some way, and try and improve. So you, you can take these points that people are giving you, and even if they're just dogging you, like if they're just beating you down, take what they're saying 
understand it and grow. You're not like always right. That's, that's not how it works. Darian likes to joke, but I, I think he knows. I think that if, if he's having flaws and I point them out, he's going to try and fix them. And that's another important thing. You need to point out your group's faults. Did I just say that wrong? Faults. Your group's flaws. Damn it. Okay. You need you need you need to point out your group's flaws, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And when one of your boys or one of your girls, I guess, points home out girl. your flaws. Yeah, if your homegirl points out your flaws, you need to try and work on that. If your wife points out your flaws, you need to try and work on that. So, you know, that's just kind of what I'm getting at. Uh, the only thing that I was going to say was uh, on to Darian's point was, you know, during during that few, uh, during that stage for me, I was complacent. I was ha I was complacent with the job that I had and stuff. Now, when I whenever whenever I left a toxic work environment, I left it for one because it was granted the money was good, but I was for me mentally I wasn't there. I wanted to be mentally better. I was like I'll take a look, I'll take a hit on finance wise, so I can gain mentally. But the thing of it was is when I did, when I made the decision to quit, I went in quit. As soon as the as soon as I woke up the next day, it wasn't what did I do from here. It was uh, I'm getting on filling out job applications. I'm actually going to the source. I'm guilt. I'm going out, putting my name out, get my name, and you know, trying to find work. And I was like, if I have to work two jobs, so be it. Whatever it takes to get better, you know. And that's the one thing I will say it, that is definitely has changed. And that's you know, I'm very stubborn. Darren knows that. And if I'm, if I can do it, anybody can. I'll say and failure, failure is free knowledge. I'll, I'll say this too. Um, Chris's points are great, but don't look at him in the hood and think he's a creepy, dangerous man. He's not. <laughs> he is not a creepy, dangerous man. He's Chris, guys. It's okay. <laughs> See, yeah. Darian is making me look cringy, but see, that's not like a you need, you need like a good laugh in there too. You, you can't just have like one that's like, "Hey, I hate your joke." Wasn't even a joke. <laughs> he's not. He's not a creepy, dangerous man, even though he might look it right now. But yeah, I'm gonna his, go. His, his, his points are correct, though. I'm gonna go a little off off record here, um, because I want to talk about adversity. Because I think adversity is the streamline to growth. I think struggle is a streamline to growth. I think the best way to grow is literally to struggle because that kind of what molds you as a person. That's what's going to make you stronger. Because in order to improve, you need to go through so many trials and tribulations. You got to go through so much hardship. If you can't handle that then you won't be able to grow. Not truly, not, not to the extent that you truly want to. And then life is hard, right? Like you can control 90% of the things that you do, but you can't control outside forces, right? So when life decides it wants to be hard, 
when life decides it's going to to come down and be tough on you when when it decides to rain you need to be able to handle that and i don't think people and it's it's a lot easier to handle the rain when you've been through a fire you know what i'm saying if you've been through the storm the rain's not that bad you can handle the rain so it's important to go through adversity. It's important to go through trials and tribulations. And I urge anyone, if you're raising a family and you have kids, make sure that they face some type of adversity. I think sports is a good way. Um, I would say don't spoil your kids. That's why you don't spoil children. Don't spoil your kids. Put them in sports. Do things like that. That way they can have some type of adversity. Don't bail your kids out when, they, when the coach, oh, my God, the coach is playing favorites and blah, 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 blah. Like say, okay, cool. Well, be, become a favorite. If the coach is playing favorites, become a favorite. You know what I'm saying? So I but think don't it's kiss ass, but don't, don't just kiss ass, but become a favorite. Yeah. Don't kiss ass, become a favorite, but it's, it's important to go through adversities. It's important to go through trials and tribulations. It's important to go through certain things in order to become who you want to be. Cause you have to become the strongest and the strongest can handle a dog fight. You gotta be able to handle a dog fight, but you've never been in one. How are you going to handle one? You know what I'm saying? What do you guys think on that? So I I guess I can just give a couple of examples, really, because I because I agree with that. Adversity is important. We'll look at look look at the gym, right? You're in there. If if I if I can sit here and struggle to curl a thirty pound dumbbell, but I'm curling five pound dumbbells ten times for four sets, you know what the hell am I doing? Right? You have to challenge yourself. Because if you're not challenging yourself in the gym, you can't grow. And you can look you can look at that for anything. For example, you fucks that are sitting there playing video games all the time and not doing anything with your life. Think about this. What do you do in a video game? You play the game, you complete the missions, and you keep going, and you keep going, and you keep going because you don't like to stop playing fucking video games. Think about this. You complete this game that you love. And you love it. And you're like, oh, it's over. So what do you do? Two things. You go back, erase the difficulty, and do it again. Or the second thing, you find a new game to play. And you play it. So you can take that determination that you have with video games and flip it over to money. You can flip that over to the gym. That goes hand in hand with everything I was just saying, everything we've been saying in this podcast, right? You grow, you reach goals. Goals are important. You have to set them. I don't even think we touched that, but but you do have to set goals. When you reach those goals, set new goals. Don't just stop and be stagnant. That's stupid. And you do have to challenge yourself. Financial stability even is just hard. But you want to go beyond that. I will be beyond that. These two guys will be beyond that. And it's a challenge. It's a challenge to do 70 real estate courses. I hate that. It's terrible. It's awful. Most boring thing in my life. Half of it's crap. I'll tell you that too. Half of it's, the... it's It's the most boring thing in my life, but I'm doing it. And that's a challenge mentally. The gym is a challenge physically. I don't like doing squats. Squats suck. Squats are terrible. Squats. But I'm in there doing squats. You got to challenge yourself. Your social circle. 
Some people are a challenge to deal with, but you know there's something inside them, so you're keeping them around. You just got to push them through. You have to have adversity. Nobody can go through life without adversity. And success definitely doesn't come without adversity. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be challenges within your group, your physical health, your financial health, everything. There's always challenges. You have to overcome them or you're just going to be weak. You can't just let them define you and let them beat you down. You're going to be weak. Don't be weak. Don't be a little bitch. Chase those. Look for the challenges. Do the things you hate to get the things you want. Right? You have to do the things you hate. Like I said, I hate the real estate. I hate doing squats. But my legs got to get big too. My legs also got to get big. So so I'm going to keep doing them squats. Chris probably hate working at Amazon right now. <laughs> but look, he doing it. Darian probably hates Wait. dealing with some of the people he deals with in real estate. But he comes at them with the best optimism I've ever seen. And a big smile. And a huge smile. A beautiful smile, Darian. And, and I, he's conquering uh, that. Now, 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 this isn't something, you know, when you guys are looking for a house in Kentucky, you, you should definitely go to Darian. Like, he's going to, like, even if you are, like, a piece of shit, he's going to get a house for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, you just have to look at that. You know, everybody's going to be annoyed at somebody, so it's. You know, it's not it's not a thing on him. It's just, you know, but even even with these hard people to deal with, he's dealing with them and he is he's selling them a house. He's he's finding them a house. So when you look at all that, you know, that's that's just an example of adversity with all three of us. Right. And we're conquering that we're practicing what we preach. You need to you need to have adversity. You need to do that to succeed. You need to challenge yourself. Everybody should. If you're not challenging yourself anymore, find a new one, find a new challenge. Don't be an idiot. I love the video game point because I think of Cheeto Puff guy. Yeah. yeah. You're in your basement eating your Cheeto Puffs, playing your video games. You finish the video game. Then you turn up the difficulty and play it again. So yeah. you already have the mindset that things need to be harder, that that once you once you accomplish something, you need to make it harder. You already have that mindset. But you're applying you're it. For having fun. Because you're not having fun, so you up the difficulty. You challenge yourself more. But you can't fucking do that in the gym. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you are I used to be there. That's why I can say this shit. I used to be Cheeto Puff guy. Now, I wasn't to the full extent. But damn. You was Cheeto Puff. Yeah, so you, you already have the mindset. Just apply it in other areas. And then the gym analogy is a good one, too, because every day you go to the gym, you're lifting them heavy weights. That's hard. Like, lifting weights is hard. And then after lifting, you're sore. So you lift weights. You struggle lifting weights. You get done lifting weights. Then you're in pain. But all of that, all of that struggle, all of that hardship leads to growth, leads to gaining muscle, leads to being stronger. So I think that's a great analogy, too. Um we did touch giving back a little bit. Chris, do you want to go more into giving back? Uh, yeah, sure. So giving back, get to, and when you go through the adversity, you go through, get to the point where, you know, where Darian, Seth, and I, would, I wouldn't really say where I'm at, but I can still give back where I'm in the starting stage. 
of you know be able to get back to your home like they said that your homeboys your or homegirls we ain't gonna exclude anybody and you know give back to the general you know public as well it's like like i've said before failure is free knowledge and i still i will always stand behind that because you know in order to get to this point you have to fail a couple times and that's knowledge to propel yourself forward and we're here and you know that's what we're doing with these podcasts is giving back not just going through our difficulties but also what we found through that's been successful through finance fitness uh so socially you know you then that's what also like you get to some of the millionaires and billionaires they've they've got books courses online of not just how they got to that point of but of what they uh of what they did financially to invest to do real estate which you know these two guys are doing real estate i'm going to be dabbling into stock market seeing how that goes you know there's multiple ways that have given back and for us this is definitely one what do you guys think i know i just kind of generalized it there but i wanted to hear uh hear y'all's way so you you do have to give back that's very important but you have to give to yourself first right so you have to, you have to build yourself i think you you owe it to your family to live up to your full potential you owe it to god to live up to your full potential if you don't believe in god you can still you know do it for yourself that's fine that's the way i like to look at it i think everyone owes it to their family to god to their friends to live up to their full potential full potential so they can give back everybody should give back like we like we've been saying it's very important if you're not giving back there's no point you're not sharing your wealth you know so let's say let's say, like 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 you know okay i'm fucking up but all right you have a imagine having a huge thanksgiving dinner right you have tons of food but you have that by yourself right what the hell's the point invite your family invite your friends invite somebody we like to give back i i think we're actually planning something soon i i'll actually i'll actually let darian darian explain that yeah we might we might do some volunteer stuff is what we're thinking of giving back to the community giving back to the world um giving back in general does make you happier than even growing right but in order to give back you must grow and you must continue to grow because let's say you grow let's say you reach let's say you reach a certain level and then you just start giving out right you you start giving what you what, what you built eventually you'll have nothing left to give so you need to continue growing you need to continue moving forward so once you reach a certain point you're able to give back and it not affect you or you're able to give back and still move forward right um giving back is really important for your happiness it's the only thing that makes you happier than growing and then like no one's going to no one's going to say well when i give to people it makes me feel bad maybe you've given to people and they've taken and they've taken and they've taken and they've taken until you had nothing that's because you had nothing to give that's because you're giving to the wrong people but no one's going to argue that giving to the right people and creating the right um circumstances for yourself and circum and 
you know, guiding other people to create the right circumstances for them and helping them improve. No one's going to argue that it makes you feel bad. That's why that that's why having a family makes you so happy. That's why kids make you so happy. Because you get to watch them grow. You give them something. You teach them something. Right? So that's the only thing that will ever make you happier than than actually growing yourself. But you must grow yourself first before you can give back. And, and, and we're uh, not saying we're not saying you have to go make a million dollars and give away five hundred thousand, right? Like the the limits of giving back aren't just giving away money, right? Give knowledge, give like a helping hand. It doesn't mean you have to just give people money. That's not what we're saying. Like like the podcast is is a huge form of giving back. If people watch and people grow from it, then you know we gave back. That helped us. That helped them. That's what we're saying. Anyone have have any more points to touch on that? Uh, no, no, I can really think of because I think we, I think we just hit about most of it there. Okay, so um, I'll talk about this, and I and <sighs> when speaking on this podcast, I feel like we say a lot of things that are unpopular opinions. I feel like we say a lot of things that go against the grain, right? We like to say that you're in control of your own, own depression. We say you're in control of your own weight. We say you're in control of your own circumstances. We say the past doesn't matter. We don't, get, we don't give a fuck where you came from. We say nobody gives a fuck where you came from at the end of the day. Like, you, like what, you're going to go into work? Like, what, you're going to go out into the world? You're going to commit a crime? You're going to kill somebody and say, well, I'm sorry. I grew up in a bad neighborhood. And they'll be like, oh, okay. Like, no, they're going to, they're going to, the judge is going to look at you like, yo, you're stupid and you're going to jail. Like that's, that's literally how it's going to be. So we say these things and it's kind of going against what's accepted or what's acceptable. But what you got to understand is society, society isn't here to help you to succeed. Social constructs isn't here to help you succeed. If anything, social constructs hold you back. Social constructs make you a victim. Social constructs will tell someone like me that I'm black and I grew up in a single mother household, so I can't make 90000 90, a year. Social constructs will tell me that. But that's not true. Social constructs will tell you, oh, well, you're depressed and there's nothing you can do about it. That's not true. Do you really do you really think it's beneficial to live a life where you are miserable and there's nothing you can do about it? Like, I think it's crazy that I will come and I will tell somebody your weight is in your control. I will say that. And people will look at me and say, you can't say that. That's a bad thing. That's detrimental. How was that detrimental? You would rather tell someone who has a thyroid condition or whatever it is, you would rather tell them when they are unhappy with their weight, when they want to lose weight, when that is a goal of theirs, you would rather tell them, no, you can't accept that. Like you, like you can't help that. You just have to accept the weight you're at. You just have to accept and be happy with it. And you're going to tell them that when this is the sole thing making them miserable. And I'm going to come in and say, listen, 
If you don't want to be that weight, if that weight is making you depressed, if that weight is making you sad, you can change it. You're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to exercise more discipline, but you can change it. And you're going to tell me that what I'm saying is detrimental, that me telling somebody you can be happy is more detrimental than you telling them there's nothing you can do about it except your misery. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. But these social constructs are created to keep you miserable. These social constructs are created to keep you losing. Society is not on your side. Society is not on your side. I promise you, they're not on your side. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to conform to what society wants you to be. That's that's what makes you normal, right? You're just like what everyone else wants you to be. You don't want to be what everyone else wants you to be. You want to be what you want to be. You want to make yourself something better than what society expects you. So you can't let a bunch of people determine what you're going to be when you know you can be better. If you can be better, chase that, be better. Don't just sit there and like, oh, it's okay, I'm fat. No. It's not. It's not okay that I'm fat. Like, I, like I was fat. I'm still a little chubby. That's not, that's not okay. I need to get better, right? So, like, don't let people determine what's okay for you. You need to determine what's okay for yourself and what you think about yourself is what you think about yourself, not what society thinks about you. You can't let everybody determine what you're going to be. That's just, that's dumb. I, I, I don't understand why everyone just wants to be like everyone else. You should want to shoot above people. And I think you should shoot above people, not just want to. You should make it a need for yourself. Like, if I was what society wanted me to be, I, of course, wouldn't be on this podcast because we don't agree with that. Like, I, I have a moral obligation to be better for myself and for my family and for my friends. I don't want to be what everyone else thinks I should be. I don't want to have these same views that everybody else has just because they have them. Just because I want to be like them. I don't want to be like them. I don't want to be be like I don't want to be a pussy, right? Like I don't want to, I don't want to be a pussy and conform to what everybody else wants me to be because that's just wrong. I want to be something better than what society thinks you should be. Like it's it's okay to just make $50,000 a year. No, it's not. Not for me. It's not okay for me. Oh, you you can't control that. That's why he's on welfare. Get off get the fuck off welfare and work for it. Work for your money, right? Like like it's okay. He's he's just fat. He can't control it. Yes, he can. Don't tell him he can't control it. Oh, he's an introvert. He can't make friends. Yes, you can. Go out and fucking work on it. It's it's stu- I, I I hate that. I hate that so much. Social constructs are like one of the worst things. Now, they're not always bad, but hell, half of them are. You don't want to just be what everyone wants you to be, right? Like, that's that's stupid. Be something better for yourself, family, and friends, not what society wants you to be. I don't, I don't like that. It's actually weird because I think the majority of social constructs are actually detrimental to, to a person's lifestyle, to a person's happiness. I think a majority of them are actually bad. Like. It's 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 a really weird, it's a really weird thing. And then obviously, like, I don't think the higher ups really care. 
right? Like I think if you if you take a step back and you look at the picture as a whole and you look at Western society and, and American society as a whole, you actually see a lot of things that are bad and you see a lot of things that it, it is fundamentally broken. The way we talk to each other, the way we treat each other, it's fundamentally broken. The advice we give each other People will make a stupid decision. People will make a stupid decision. Then you see all over, all over Facebook, YouTube, oh, free my boy, free my boy. Free my... Your boy went out and stabbed somebody. Stabbed the guy to death for looking at him funny. Don't free him. What the? Like, like American society is fundamentally broken. We're told not to thrive. We're told not to be great. We are told at a very young age that our dreams are unrealistic. At a very young age, I remember, and, and this is extremely vague, maybe kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and we was like, what do you want to be when you get older? And I remember the teacher saying, be realistic. Like, what does that mean? What the fuck are you talking about? Realistic. If I say I want to be an NBA player, no one, no one, no one, as a, as a, as a, Kindergarten or first grade, second grade, if I say I want to be an NBA player, if I say I want to be great, the only thing people should tell me is you're going to have to work hard for that. No one should tell me it's impossible. No one should tell me to be realistic. They are destroying our ambition. They are destroying our dreams at a young age. Everybody wants to be a millionaire until they're told they can't. Everybody wants to live the life of celebrities. Everybody wants to live the life of actors, of, of, of musicians, of famous, of, of famous athletes. Everybody wants to live that life. And then they're told it's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. Then people come down. Oh, well, um, I think I'll just be a cop or I think I'll just be a teacher and make 50,000 a year. But no one actually wants that at the beginning of their life. Your dreams have been killed by a society that purports failure that's why that's that's why we have such a high depression right now because people are told not to thrive that's why we have such a high um unalive rate because people are because people are told not to thrive and when people are told not to thrive they no longer grow they no longer work on themselves they get comfortable and then they're told well it doesn't matter what your life position is you should be happy no matter what you should be happy with what you got and you want more and you're never told to go out and get more you're never told you need to work for more but you want more instead you're told be happy with what you have you can never actually be happy with it oh you're fat oh well you're sick you have a thyroid issue you should be happy being fat and you never actually get happy with it and you're told there's nothing you can do about it so why the fuck would you want to continue think about that society is designed to keep us losing society is designed to keep us in a losing mindset social constructs don't adhere to what actually would make you happy do you guys think that Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs just listened to what society wanted? Hell no. These guys started work at just low points, right? And they raised them up to something crazy. These guys didn't just conform. They didn't be what the world wanted them to be. They They chose to be better. They didn't listen to what society wanted them to be so you shouldn't either and and the worst thing about this is people will see this and notice this 
that oh society wants me to be this i hate this but oh i i, I guess i guess i gotta be right like it because because you'll see that you'll see people realize that like this is bad this part of society is bad but but they still they still conform to it that's i don't i don't get it elon musk probably didn't do that i guarantee you steve jobs or jeff bezos didn't do that and, and i'll tell you this andrew tate sure as hell didn't do that he can and look at him look at these guys look at these people regardless of what you look at how they turned out regardless of what you think about them look where look where his life stance is look where he is for for me i'm going to touch up on on seth and darian's point so for seth um steve jobs was actually fired from apple then got rehired after he literally brought, like he, made he created um, pixar that, it was he created pixar and it was a company it, called next and then i think apple came yep. to steve and they ended up merging with next so he was back at apple i think that's how it worked yeah so, yeah and it, but it's like he was fired from the company that he ended up taking to new heights and that you know he did it that way and bill gates and everybody else has done it their own way did not conform to society and i do definitely agree with that on seth on darian's point um about the kindergarten and i still remember this to this day i was told the same thing be realistic and the thing i said i wanted to be a storm chaser and i literally got laughed at like for weeks and i still remember going through <laughs> you're gonna have to definitely find another one <laughs> you don't need that button there i need i need that button. but you don't deserve it but to go, I went through literally elementary, middle school, and high school studying, doing everything I can, and then only to when to I got to college to realize I was like, okay, I the reason why I stopped pursuing it was because because one, it's a dying field; two, financially, it's not stable, and, and that was and the main reason was because it's a dying field. But to the point. Uh, back to the adversity and, uh, and how society holds you back. I'm a college dropout. I come from a poverty family. And when I'm in poverty, I moved over 20 times before I was 18. I, in terms of the social construct, I'm not, I'm supposed to still be, you know, below the poverty line. I'm still supposed to be struggling paycheck to paycheck. I'm supposed to be struggling to find good, decent jobs. Guess what? No, I'm not a, I'm earning $17.50 an hour. I'm working 50, 50, 60 hours a week. I am in a good, stable home, able to purchase my own things without being financially burdened. That I hate, I literally hate, I don't use that word often. I hate statistics when it comes to that. I like, I've seen them. I've seen so many times about the college dropouts and stuff, but I've, I swear, I know more college dropouts that are more, uh, that are millionaires than people who are, who went through college, graduated that are millionaires. I know like that's, I think most of the millionaires like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and all them, they didn't really have degrees. Steve Jobs dropped out. 
already. I know Steve. Yeah, and I think I think Bill Gates did as well. And it's like you did, we've said it before. You do not need a college degree. Do not and don't let the statistics saying that college dropouts are not going to earn enough. You know, over the lifetime, do not let that hold you back. Like that's that's the worst statistic it you know I've ever seen. I hate it. Don't I? Also, like the poverty, uh, the whole poverty thing is like, no, that, you know, Darren, like, like Darren's situation where of what that statistic is, it's not holding him back. And I'm definitely not letting that hold me back. And you should definitely not let you, uh, let you hold you back. Like, I'm making more and doing more than what my grandparents and my dad has done. And I'm happy. Because I'm now I'm finally giving back to them for the generosity when they gave whenever I struggled at the beginning. But I am I told myself I will never be the statistic that society holds uh, holds me to be. Yeah, and um, we're about to wrap up, but I want to make one more one more point, one more analogy that I kind of want to um, get you guys' opinion on. You know, in some countries, right, where you're kind of a, you're pretty much basically assigned like your job field, like what you're going to do, like, what, like, okay, so he's going to be a firefighter. He's going to be a police officer. He's going to be a tech guy. You know how they kind of assign it. I think it's like probably like in middle school or something. And they start, they're basically forced into like their career field. That's kind of what we have here. Just, it's more general. It's almost like society will tell someone, well, you grew up in this family. So you're going to make this amount of money and these are your jobs or you go up and you go up in this family. So you're going to go to college and you're going to do this job and make 60 K a year when you're 40 K in debt and basically still live in the same situation as this person who only makes 30 K a year. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like we're assigned even in a country as free and as great as America, we're still kind of assigned certain roles that we are basically expected to do at birth, right? Like if you're born broke, you're expected to be broke. If you're born rich, you're expected to be rich. What do you guys think about that? It's kind of, it's kind of like a weird social thing that we have where it's like, okay, well, we'll look at this country for assigning jobs to people and not giving them freedoms. We kind of have the same thing, right? I I will agree. I know which countries you're talking about. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say those countries. I mean, to because... each their own. Like, I'm not gonna knock the countries, but it's like a lot of people in America no, will, like... and it's, it's it's like okay, so we're knocking this country, but we almost do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's also those same countries that are trying to do the. Um, I'm just gonna briefly say, it, but like do uh, expiring currency, but it's like. I think it, I definitely agree with it. America doesn't uh, generalizes it, and then uh, it, like I said, it ties back to like the statistics. Like you, if you're poverty, you're expected to be poverty, and yeah, you know, it's statistics is the way to to do it instead of like the, what other countries because the other countries are straightforward and will tell you. Here in America, we use statistics. We use uh, prejudice. Yeah, we just kind of like beat the mindset out of somebody, right? Like, oh, you were born in a poor neighborhood. You ain't going to be shit and just beat the mindset out of him until he grows up and he ends up not being shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's almost like society tries to like get into our heads and keep us to where they want us to be. 
is it's a really weird thing in a in a country as free as this it's like okay so we have this perceived ideas of freedom but we're encouraged to not actually exercise that idea and be as great as we can be well that was a long pause just looking at each other yeah all right i figured i figured i was like guess not um i think i've touched stuff on society yeah all righty then okay so um i got i got push-ups to do before work we need to so um does anyone have any closing thoughts or ideas is it doing it why did i just meet my stalker it's not yeah what would it do for you oh I, I, don't I, know I feel like I'm in my stalker. This is the voice you get when you become a G, like me. That's not what Darian sounds like. When you're a big man on campus, it's the voice you get. <laughs> so, right, I'm, I'm on so, my way. Um, next episode, we're going to be going into finance. <laughs> Let's see them pants, Chris. Let's see them pants. What? <laughs> my PJs. Let's see them literally. pants, boy. Chris got drip. They literally. Chris got drip. They literally. Drip check. Dripping. I'm not going to do it, but I was like, should I, fle- should I flex my calf? I was like, no. No, nah, that was a stupid sound effect. Wait. <laughs> drip? No, nah, that's dumb, too. That was dumb too. You're gonna, you're you're gonna need new sounds. I let's I think let's wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, next episode we're gonna be going into finances. We'll be breaking those down more in detail for you guys. And um, as for our podcast socials, faith is motivation on everything. We release content every Sunday. We have the podcast. Um, Tuesday we'll release the video of the podcast on YouTube and Thursday we release YouTube videos fairly consistently. We're pretty good at that. And um you know that's all we got. Peace. Peace.